direct from outer space. It's Mary Farfisa's Outer Space Radio Theater. Hi, kids. Briscoe the Space Horse here. You know, Mary Farfisa and I have some exciting adventures in outer space as Mary rounds up songs and sounds and music and noise in her audio lasso. Mary's becoming quite well known in the galaxies for all the sounds that we've caught and shared with the rest of the universe. People often wonder, how did Mary Farfisa become an audio wrangler? How did she learn to catch sounds in her lasso? How did Mary and I meet and become a team? Well, today, kids, we're going to answer all of those questions. Sit back, settle in, and get ready to listen to the Ballad of Mary Farfisa. What song does a star sing? When it's all by itself What sound does a comet make When it's flying around And did you know that the sun Enjoys playing the drums And did you know that the moon Has a favorite tune space is a quiet place but there's a melody in all that astronomy I roam through galaxies looking for sounds that interest me there's too many to mention just pay attention Songs and sounds, music and noise Can be as much fun as a box full of toys Songs and sounds, music and noise I'll catch them all with my lasso to you. I'm Mary Farfisa. Mary Farfisa was born on a little moon called Derbyshire. Derbyshire orbits the planet Radiophonica. That's where Mary's parents are from. The people who live there are known for being very smart and having one wonderful idea after another. The people of Radiophonica have so many wonderful ideas, in fact, that there isn't room to keep all of them on one planet. So, what happens to their wonderful ideas? Well, they pop up on Derbyshire, the little moon. The best ideas of the people of Radiophonica float up to Derbyshire and hover in the pink air. All of those ideas float around in bubbles in the sky over Derbyshire. But not forever. After a while, they pop. 
and whatever idea is inside them leaks out and floats off into outer space, and eventually they fade away into nothing. Let's look, shall we? There's Derbyshire now. Do you see it, kids? That round little moon over there. If we look closer, we can see the sparkly yellow desert and colorful crystal formations that stand as tall as trees and mountains. And look in the sky. Do you see all the bubbles floating there? Look at that bubble over there. It's wobbling. That means it's getting ready to... The negation of a thesis is a determinate negation and so results in a positive truth. Do you know what that was? That was the idea inside the bubble, leaking out. Sounded pretty highfalutin, didn't it? I told you the radiophonicans were smart. There goes another one. Too bad, that was a pretty catchy bit of music, wasn't it? And now it's going off to outer space to disappear. Shame, isn't it? Well, that's exactly what Mary Farfisa's mom and dad thought. They thought it was a shame that all those idea bubbles on Derbyshire would fade away and not be shared with anyone. So, Mary Farfisa's mom and dad left Radiophonica and traveled through space to Derbyshire so they could do something about it. And that's where Mary Farfisa was born. Mary and her mom and dad live in that brightly colored house made of crystals. And look, there's Mary and her father now, coming out of the front door. Where are we going, Dad? We're going to help your mom at the laboratory. We're going to use the Inspirophone today, and we want you to see how it works. Mary's father has a space helmet, just like Mary. That's common for radiophonicans. Going out without their helmet is almost like going off without their heads. Mary is smaller than she is today. That's because we're looking into the past so we can see her story. And we really should get on with that story. We're 10 minutes into the show and Mary Farfisa's only had one line. What's an Inspirophone, Dad? The Inspirophone is a machine that your mother and I invented, Mary. We came all the way out to Derbyshire to use it. Crap, 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 crap. As you can see and hear, they have a space dog. A very lively space dog. Dad, do you really like the space dog mom got you for your birthday? Of course I do. Isn't she a little hyper? She's just a puppy, Mary. Puppies are always very active. Doesn't she bark too much? She's just excited. And by the way, she's not barking, she's crabbing. Crabbing? Yes, she's a space puppy, and space puppies bark backwards. So instead of B-A-R-K-ing, space puppies, K-R-A-B. Well, I wish she'd do less of it, and maybe calm down a little. She will, Mary, as she grows up. Have you thought of a name for her? Basmo? No. Hyperdrive? That's not bad. Dad, what does your invention, the Inspirophone, do? Well, you see all those bubbles up in the sky? They all have ideas in them. Good ideas that were thought of back home on Radiophonica. See those colorful, splashy-looking bubbles? They probably contain an inspiration for a painting or a saxophone solo. What about that big, ugly bubble that's falling from the sky right now, Dad? Hmm? 
Uh oh. Run, Mary! Don't let it fall on us! Ew! That stinks! Boo! We get some of those on Derbyshire sometimes. It smells awful! Yes, that bubble contained a bad idea. Yuck! Shh! Hyperdrive! Anyway, Mary, most of the bubbles on Derbyshire are good ideas, very good ideas. Your mom and I want to use the Inspire phone to send all those good ideas off to other worlds, so those other worlds can benefit from them too. Don't send any of those stinky ones, though. No, we wouldn't do that. Why do you call it the Inspire phone, Dad? Do you know what an inspiration is, Mary? Sometimes you're just walking along, not really thinking about anything in particular, and suddenly, from out of nowhere, you've got an idea. It just came into your head from nowhere. And it's a good idea, too. That's what an inspiration is. So the Inspirophone sends inspirations to faraway worlds? Yes! We put those idea bubbles into the Inspirophone and shoot them out into the cosmos. Then, somewhere on another world, Mary, someone might be walking along, not really thinking about anything in particular, and suddenly, from out of nowhere, they've got an idea. It just came into their head from nowhere. And it's a good idea, too. An inspiration. That's amazing. What planet are we sending an inspiration to today, Dad? Well, that's the one thing about the Inspirophone your mom and I haven't worked out yet. There's no way to control where the Inspirophone sends things to, or to know where they went once they get there. All we can do is shoot them off into the cosmos and hope they find a good place to land. Here we are at the laboratory, Mary. Let's see what your mom's up to. Hello, dear. Hi, hon. Hi, Mary. Hello, puppy. We're going to call her Hyperdrive, Mom. Well, that's certainly appropriate. Honey, can you help me with this bubble? Sure thing. What are you doing, Mom? I'm trying to get this bubble onto the transport platform, but it keeps getting away from me. Boy, this bubble is a stubborn one. Slippery, too. Hyperdrive, calm down. You grab this side of the bubble and I'll take the other side. Hold on tight, honey. A few more steps and we'll have it back on the transport platform. Almost there. Okay, we've got it on the platform. Hurry, let's jump off the platform. Then I'll hit the transport button before the bubble gets away. Kids, that day was not a happy one for Mary Farfisa and her parents. Because before Mary's folks had a chance to jump off the transport platform, that little overexcited backwards barking puppy jumped up on the control panel of the Inspirophone. Hyperdrive, no! <laughs> Hyperdrive didn't mean any harm. She just wanted to jump up to a high place and get a good running start so she could jump up on that stubborn idea bubble and help. But what she did was no help at all. When she jumped up on the control panel, her paw landed right on the transport button. Mom! Dad! How do I turn the Inspirophone off? It's... it's too late, Mary. No, no, stay where you are. Stay away from the platform, Mary. But you're getting all sparkly and fading away. The Inspirophone is transporting us, Mary. But where will it send you? We don't know. I don't want 
want you to go. Don't worry, Mary. We'll find you again. No, Mom, Dad, they're gone. Now, the saddest thing about the whole affair, kids, was this. Remember what Mary's dad said about the things the Inspirophone sends out into the universe? There's no way to know where they'll end up. So Mary's parents, the little space dog Hyperdrive, and that stubborn idea bubble were all shot off into the cosmos. And no one could guess where they were going to. This is Orbit Annie. Yes, I want to speak to Orbit Annie. I'm Orbit Annie. Well, can you get her right away? It's uh, important that I speak to her. Oh, geez Louise, I'm Orbit Annie. Finally. What can I do for you, Chief Listener? I have a favor to ask of you. Some dear friends of ours had an unfortunate accident recently. They got shot off into the cosmos by an invention they were working on, and nobody knows where they are or what's become of them. They have a little girl named Mary Farfisa. Right now, she's got no one to look after her. I was wondering if you'd keep an eye on her. Why, sure. That's a sad story. But Chief Listener, can't you use your super hearing powers to listen to where those folks of Mary Farfisa have gotten off to? I tried, but the universe is very large and there are some things in it too far away for even me to hear. That's a darn shame. Eh? Anyways, Chief Listener, I got lots of room here at the Tesla Ranch and lots of fun stuff for a little girl to do. Sure, she can stay with me. When will she be here? There should be a space taxi dropping her off right about now, Orbit Annie. Why, sure, shooting Chief, that's landing by the corral right now. So Orbit Annie walked out to the corral to greet Mary Farfisa. Orbit Annie was a rancher known far and wide as the best space cowgirl in the galaxy. She wears a big 10-gallon hat, and she always has a lasso coiled up at her belt. Howdy, Mary Farfisa. Welcome to Tesla Ranch. Hi. Thank you for having me. Shucks, my pleasure. You ever take that big, round helmet off, little girl? Hey. Come on, you can breathe some fresh Tesla Ranch air. Take my helmet off? In front of everybody? No way. Suit yourself. What's that curled up rope you're wearing on your belt, Orban Annie? That's a lasso, honey. See? A long, long rope with a big loop at the end. It's for catching things. You throw the rope so the loop goes around whatever you're trying to catch. Then you pull the rope and the loop closes up tight. And just like that, you caught something in your lasso. Wow! See that space horse over there in the pasture? The one with the purple mane? Yep. The one reading that big book? Yep. That was me. Watch me borrow his book for a second. Orbit Annie twirled her lasso in the air, then flung it all the way out over the pasture. The loop fell right over my book and grabbed it tight. Then Orbit Annie pulled the rope, and the rope sailed right back to her with my book in it. Orbit Annie caught the book in one hand as she rolled the lasso back up with the other. Hey, I was reading that. 
Oh, don't worry about it. I'll give it back to you. That was amazing. Well, I want it back soon. I was right at the good part. I'll bring it back as soon as I'm done talking to this nice little space girl. I never dreamed you could do things like that with a rope. Yep, if you practice, you can do just about anything with your lasso. Want to see some tricks? Watch this. See, I'm twirling the rope above my head. Now, I let it float down around me so I'm standing inside the loop. You always got to keep the loop spinning. Now watch this. Wow, you're jumping in and out of the rope while it's spinning a foot above the ground. And how's this for a trick? Wow, you're doing somersaults twirling the lasso around you. How about this one? I don't believe it. You're doing backflips, rubbing your tummy in a circle with one hand, twirling the rope with the other hand, and whistling a tune all at the same time. Yep, I'm the best audio wrangler in the galaxies. I can catch any sound with my audio lasso, no matter how fast or slippery or cagey it is. I can catch it in my rope. Wow! That's what the Tesla Ranch is all about, Mary. Me and my audio wranglers round up old radio waves broadcast from other planets long ago. You see, radio waves, if and they're powerful enough, don't disappear. They head off further and further into space. Once they're in space, they group together in big, noisy herds that travel farther and farther away from the planet they were broadcast from. Our job is to round up those old radio waves and get them into the crowd. Then we can see what they sounded like. You mean you ride into outer space and round up those radio waves with your lasso? Yep, and tomorrow I'm gonna take you along with us and show you how it's done. I'll have one of my Wranglers saddle up a space saucer just for you. Oh, that sounds like fun. But what about that space horse? Could I ride him when we go to outer space? The space horse? Oh, you mean Briscoe. No, Briscoe's a nice feller, but no space horse is as fast as a good roping saucer. You gotta be fast to catch up with them old radio waves. You need a good roping saucer to do the job. Oh, okay. So tomorrow, you and I will hop on some space saucers and go catch us some radio waves. There's a big herd of them passing through in the morning. Okay. I'll be ready, Orban Annie. Can I go unpack my things in the bunkhouse now? Why, sure you can. You gonna make yourself comfortable, Mary Farfisa. Thanks, Orban Annie. See you later. The next day, Orban Annie and Mary Farfisa returned from Mary's first day of radio wave roping in outer space. You might think that she was good at it, but... Oh, don't feel bad, little buckaroo. But I was terrible, Orban Annie. I got tangled up in the lasso. You sure did. And I couldn't keep up with the radio waves when they changed directions. Nope, you sure couldn't. I fell out of my roping saucer. That was pretty funny. And we spent all morning chasing the herd. I didn't catch a single one. Oh, Mary, all you need is some practice. But I can't control the roping saucer. Sure you can when you're not falling out of it. Now, I gotta go help the other wranglers get the ones we caught in the corral. Why don't you just take a breather for a while? Okay. Rough day in space? Sure was. I don't think I'll ever learn how to use that audio lasso. And that roping saucer. It was so confusing. All those buttons and foot pedals to think about. 
I couldn't even concentrate on the radio waves. You're, you're Briscoe, right? Briscoe the space horse? Yes. Oh, I'm Mary Farfisa. I know. Orbit Annie told me about you. Did Orbit Annie give you your book back? Oh, sure. What was it about? Polyphonic Flinger Bling singing on the planet Bazorbabil. Oh. Yes, I like to study and collect music from all over the universe. That's why I like working here. I reassemble those old radio waves that Orbit Annie and the other audio wranglers bring back to the Tesla Ranch. So I get to hear music from other worlds all the time. Wouldn't you like to actually go to other worlds and listen to the music right on the planet it was made? That's what I dream about doing, exploring the whole universe, planet by planet. Well, it does sound like fun, Mary Farfisa. It would be fun. And if I did travel the whole universe, eventually I'd find the planet that the Inspirophone sent my parents to. I heard about what happened to your parents, Mary. You're very brave, and I admire the way you stay so cheerful and optimistic. Well, it's not easy. I miss them a lot. But I know that wherever they are, they're okay. Do you want to see something? Sure. Mary held her hands out in front of her, and two glowing heart-shaped objects appeared, one above each hand. Why, those are beautiful. And they're beating, just like real hearts. They are real hearts. They're my mom and dad's hearts. Oh. On some planets, Briscoe, people say that when you love someone, you give them your heart. But on my parents' planet, Radiophonica, when you love someone, you really give them your heart. All the people you love have your heart forever, just like I have the hearts of my parents right here, always inside me. And yes, they are beating, strong and steady and calmly. So I know that wherever they are, they're all right. And if they're all right, I know that they're doing their best to find me right now. I see. Thank you for showing me that. Um, Mary? Yes, Briscoe? What would you say if I offered to help you practice catching radio waves in outer space? It's true, I'm not as fast as a saucer, but you'd be able to practice throwing the lasso. And you'd get to know the way those radio waves behave, so you could anticipate their actions better. Really? You'd do that? Of course I would. I, I mean, if, you, if you'd like to. This is Orbit Annie. This is the chief listener, Colin Orbit Annie. This is Orbit Annie. You again? Put Orbit Annie on the line, please. Uh, okay. This is Orbit Annie, chief listener. Orbit Annie, I'm calling to see how Mary Farfisa is doing. She's doing just fine, chief. Is she all right? Is she happy? Is she learning to be an audio wrangler? Let me show you on the video link, chief. Take a look. a herd of radio waves. She's not on a saucer. She's riding that space horse, Frisco. Yep, 
She didn't care much for the rope and saucers, but her and that space horse, well, they're doing all right out there. Well, look at that. Look how she twirls that audio lasso. She's adventurous. I got another one, Briscoe. It's working. Good job, Mary. You're really getting the hang of the audio lasso. And you're really good at changing directions and guessing which way those radio waves are going to run. We make a good team. We do. Even though you're not as fast as a rope and saucer, and I'm not as good with the lasso as Orbit Annie, we're doing great because we know how to work together. Briscoe, I think we're on to something. I see more radio waves over there, Mary. Let's go catch them. Yahoo! Kids, Mary Farfisa and I really were on to something. That was the day that all our adventures in space started. Today, Mary Farfisa is known all over the galaxies for catching and sharing all sorts of sounds and songs and music and noise with the rest of the universe. And my life is, well, a lot more exciting than it used to be. Did we ever find Mary Farfisa's parents? Well, to find that out, you'll have to keep listening to our radio show. been listening to The Ballad of Mary Farfisa, today's episode of Mary Farfisa's Outer Space Radio Theater, written and produced by Jim Sheff. Kara Albach starred as Mary Farfisa. Ansel Andrews played the role of Mary's father. Leslie Baker played Mary's mom and the chief listener. Jim Sheff played Briscoe the Space Horse. And April Stalder played Orbit Annie and Hyperdrive. Mary Farfisa and today's Mary Farfisa's Outer Space Radio Theater Adventure are copyright 2017 by Jim Sheff, all rights reserved.